You're listening to the Confessions of a Hashtag Beauty Boss podcast. I'm your host, Angela Sanchez, beauty business mentor and founder of Beauty Business Co. I want you to believe that you can achieve anything if you set your mind to it. I'll be interviewing leading beauty industry professionals and discovering exactly what drove them to becoming the hashtag beauty boss they are today. Are you ready to be inspired? You're listening to episode 61 of the Confessions of a Hashtag Beauty Boss podcast with today's guest, Dina Mustanejic founder of Facey and Angeles. As a busy emergency room doctor, Dina began to realize that many of her patients were busy, stressed and struggling to find the time for self-care. She quickly learned she not only wanted to assist patients, but to also help others excel at the practice of self-care, leading to the birth of Facey a skincare tool range of ice globes, gouaches, jade rollers, a mini skincare fridge, and accessories such as hair clips and scrunchies. As if her schedule wasn't busy enough, Dina also opened Angeles, a boutique medical spa based in Los Angeles, California. The self-care sanctuary specializes in wellness to provide various individualized IV therapies, intramuscular injections, Botox, dermal fillers, and other aesthetic services. I do hope you enjoy this episode that we have with Dina today. And before we dive in, I wanted to let you all know we have a brand new Beauty Business Co. Instagram account after being hacked five months ago. We are starting from scratch. At this stage, it is solely Instagram. I would love for you to go and follow Beauty Business Co. underscore. Give us some love on that page and share it with your beauty business friends so that we can make sure we're creating the same amount of impact that we have over the last five years and in a way that we can just reach as many people with our message as possible. I appreciate you so much. Let's get into today's episode. Dina, welcome to my virtual beauty lounge. It is so good to have you on the show today. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm so excited to be here. How are you? I am so well. Thank you. I have um, been reached out by your PR company, I think it is, to have you on the show. And it's been really wonderful doing a bit of research into who you are and a bit about your business. So I'm really excited to share your story and everything with our listeners today. But I always get you to kick off the show with what your definition of a hashtag beauty boss is. Okay, perfect. Well, let's dive right in. I think for me, the definition of a beauty boss for me personally is having the capability or being able to make someone feel beautiful through your product or your brand or whatever it is that you have or that you're backing up. I feel like it's about how they feel when they're using your product and that, you know, feeling they get each time that they use it and how they feel after. Obviously, beauty products are meant to make someone feel some type of way, mainly beautiful, elegant, classy, refreshed. So I think for me personally, you know, being a beauty boss just means how you execute that and how you are able to achieve that through, you know, your product. And so the client gets that like, ah, moment, like, oh, that feels good. So yeah, 
Yeah. Awesome. I do love that as well. And it's a beautiful industry to be a part of being able to make people feel incredible and just making them walk out better than who they were before they walked in the treatment room. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. So I'd love for you to share your story. What led you into choosing the beauty industry path? And I know that you actually are so much more than just, you know, one of the businesses that you have. So I'd just love for you to start from the beginning and share to where you are today. Okay, perfect. Um, I'm going to try to not make it too long, but basically um, when I was an undergrad and trying to figure out what I wanted to do in my life or with my life, I wanted to do you know, something in medicine. So I chose the, you know, medical route. Um, I felt like I had multiple passions and things I wanted to do. Beauty was definitely one of them, but I wanted to go down the medical route first and then expand on that and incorporate beauty, you know, into my life at that point. So I actually went to school and I finished about three years ago and I have my doctorate and I work and, um, an emergency room. So that is my first, you know, career. I'm still an emergency room provider. And, you know, that's how I started. I always knew that I wanted to also own a medical spa. So I just opened my medical spa about a year ago. We do Botox, filler, IV therapy, vitamin injections, microneedling, PRP, facials, lymphatic drainage massages, so many services. And we just added PDO threading. So that, you know, was kind of my first step into the beauty world, which again, as I mentioned earlier, that was, you know, one of my big passions, but I you know, decided to go through the medical route first. And then during COVID, like in the heat of COVID, I was working long hours in the emergency room, wearing all the PPE, just being completely, you know, covered from head to toe. And after 12 hours, you come home, you just kind of lose like sense of who you are, you forget to do your morning or your nighttime routine. I kind of, you know, didn't have a routine really. I would just come home so tired and would just shower and go straight to bed. So then I actually, you know, wanted to do something else and start another brand, another company of skincare accessories or skincare add-ons that, you know, people can use along with their skincare routine in order to make it more fun for them. And so that's how Facey came to a development. It was all actually during COVID. So we started off with Facey and, you know, start off with our ice globes and then gradually added more products. The ice globes were our big product because like for me personally, it added that feel good moment and it made me want to actually put more time into my skincare routine you know, versus just brushing it off or just putting, you know, doing my face wash and then doing my vitamin C serum and then going to bed. So the ice globes actually were just like an additional little add on, you know, after my routine, after I, you know, washed my face, after I cleansed, after I put my moisturizer on, you know, vitamin C serum at that, you know, at that point at the end, I would use my ice globes to depuff, you know, from a long day. And honestly, it helped me in so many ways, such as you know, headaches with like tension type of headaches, you know, with just giving me that like moment of, okay, this feels good. And I think that for me personally, it made it fun for me. So I thought, okay, well, everyone else would like this too and would, you know, enjoy this. 
So then gradually started adding more products, the jade roller, the rose quartz roller, and the gua sha, you know, the cute hair clip scrunchies to pull your hair back when you're doing your routine. And then the fridge to be able to actually store the ice globes, the gua sha, because of course, as we all know, anything with ice or cool or cooling effect, it helps to depuff, especially when we, you know, wake up in the morning all swollen or after a night of going out. So that's kind of my journey through. Yeah, I love that. That's so, I think it's so great. You've actually created it from, you know, your own personal journey. And there's so many people that are, you know, going through that lack of routine and not really having a morning or nighttime ritual. And we all, as in the skincare industry, we do try and educate our clients on making that a part of ritual and a habit that is you know, even giving them that step of mindfulness as well. And I think adding in the globes or the gua sha or the roller certainly gives them that opportunity of just taking that extra moment as well as the benefits it can give to your skin. But that moment of self-care as well can be really, really powerful for them to incorporate that as an enjoyable ritual rather than just something they have to do. Yes, I absolutely agree. And I feel like we all search for That one thing that makes us feel good, especially, you know, um, in the beauty world. So yeah, I just use kind of my own personal life and experiences with how terrible I was in my routine. So yeah, that's how Facey came about. (laughs) Great. And so are you still in the emergency room or are you too busy with the two businesses now? No, I'm still in the emergency room. I actually still work full-time there. And then I oversee and run the med spa. Our location is on Melrose Place in West Hollywood. And then of course, Facey. My brother is actually my business partner on Facey. So, you know, he does a lot of things too, but he's also opening up his dental office. He's a dentist. He's opening up his dental office next month. So we've just been busy bees. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And so have you got the med spa is you're obviously off the floor from there and you've got a team working for you for that. Yes, absolutely. I have like 10 nurses under me and one physician associate who is the expert injector who does all the Botox filler, you know, microneedling, PDO threading. So yeah, that's up and running and it's fully functioning and is actually able to run on its own, but I'm, you know, contact in the face. So I have to be there quite often, especially to meet with certain clients or, you know, stuff like that. So it's, it's a lot of daily activity for sure. Yeah. So since you've started that, which hurdles do you continually see popping up when it comes to running the beauty business? I always say, cause that's who our sort of listeners are, but from what you do, I think, oh my gosh, there's so many hurdles, but I'm just going to try to narrow it down. As far as Facey um, and having a beauty business that's, you know, mostly online based, I feel like now for like smaller beauty businesses like myself, I feel like I personally see that they're, it's sometimes difficult to keep up with like the bigger brands or, you know, nowadays there's a lot of celebrities who are coming out with skincare lines and all of these, you know, a ton of them who are getting into the skincare or, you know, beauty industry as well. So I think sometimes it can be a little discouraging, like, oh man, they're already sold out and they just launched, you know, and, you know, you have to stop and think, okay, but I'm not them. And I have to make my business work a little bit differently. So I think that 
you know, as a small business owner starting out, I think that can be difficult sometimes. I don't really have that issue with the med spa because we have a physical location and it's such a different beast, I feel like, because it's much you know, easier as far as marketing and promotion and stuff when people can actually come in and get a service. But yeah, I think that's probably like one of the biggest hurdles. Also just trying to continuously innovate and obviously keep your business going, continue with marketing. And I think it's just a daily grind. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. It would be. And e-commerce is so different. And I think, you know, whether it's celebrities or influencers or ambassadors that are going to be speaking about brands. And sometimes I think here in Australia, especially we're seeing a lot of kind of misinformation when it comes to say a celebrity with a million to 3 million followers speaking about, you know, a tool that could be used before your skin, not correctly, or the way that you apply serums or things like that. And it is so important now more than ever for us as the experts, because we're the ones that are trained to be in front of the camera and really educating the um, people that follow us so that we can make sure that our clients seeing this information out there can reach out to their professionals to get the advice rather than just going and buying just because of someone in particular speaking. It's being so great, you know, are you finding quite a big obstacle over there as well. Yeah, definitely. I feel like, especially in Los Angeles, I think it's so easy for an influencer, you know, with, you know, millions of followers to just post something because they're getting paid to do it, but not actually, you know, portray, you know, accurate facts about it. So I think that definitely is the case as well here. And I think that smaller brands who are actually like portraying the accurate, you know, message and what to do and what to do. I think, you know, sometimes it's a little harder for us to be like, to gain that, you know, credibility or to be able to put our name out there. But yes, I definitely agree with you. Yeah. And so what are your top two important tips for the aspired beauty boss listener to learn from when they're starting their own business? I think for my number one top tip is to be realistic in setting goals and projections and expectations. I think initially when we started, it was just like fun and it was, you know, pretty and aesthetically pleasing. And all of our products are very Instagrammable and picturesque. And in our head, we're like, oh yeah, this is going to blow up. This is going to do great. This like, you know, I mean, why would it not? And you know, especially, you know, with our social media team and all of the tutorials and everything. But I think in all honesty, I think it's so important to just be realistic and setting your goals and projections and sales and just do, you know, monthly, you know, reviews. But I just think that once you start maybe six months down the road, like your passion for it will be really tested and, when you're not making the sales that you want to make, it'll actually, you know, kind of test you. And at that point, you know, it's either like make it or break it. Like, am I meant for this or not? So I just think like realistic goals and expectations. Yeah. Um, and then two, just really having a good, like solid marketing plan, you know, whether it's having, you know, social media, like how are you going to push your product through? How are you going to get your message across? What do you stand for? 
what do you want the brand to be associated with and what kind of message do you want to send? And then after you've established that, you know, the whole part of the marketing plan, like Google, Facebook ad, just getting your name out there, I think really solidifies and executes, you know, the whole plan and the message that you want to send. Yeah, that is such a great tip. I think it's so important for us to like slow down before you speed up sometimes can be so much more beneficial as well. And it does take time in that discovery process of, you know, even taking yourself on, I call it like a dreaming CEO day and go somewhere nice and inspiring so that you can sit and you can, you know, ask yourself these questions and write them all down and have that bit of a discovery process of how you see your business as a 360 degree within a five-year period and what it looks like and who you're wanting to attract and what the treatments will be. So when we are starting out, yeah, all like systems go, I want to make money. I'm going to be doing these treatments because I'm qualified. But then you can kind of get six months in and be like, hang on a minute, I've got like no ideal client of who I'm actually trying to attract here. And my marketing's all a little bit muddled, but it makes a huge difference when you know exactly who you're speaking to when it comes to marketing as well, because that can also help with the fear around who you're speaking to if you're showing up on camera and and all of that and build your confidence around that. If you know that it's like not about the friends and family seeing all your stuff, like that's really great that they support you, but that's not who your ideal client is at the end of the day of who you're wanting to speak to, especially on social media. Yes, I absolutely agree. Yeah. So are you on your phone a bit? Tell me three apps that you just can't live without. Yes, I am on my phone more than I should be. Um, (laughs) But again, that's all part of work. Honestly, my first app would be my email app. I am obsessed with keeping track of emails and responding right away. I am that person that will, that you'll get a response from instantly. (laughs) So I think my email app, I'm actually like refreshing it quite often because I don't want to miss anything because I do have so much going on. I think when I'm at the emergency room is when I'm actually kind of more detached from my phone. Cause of course I have patients I have to tend to. So my email app would be my number one. Next would be Instagram because so much of my business for the spa and for Facey is all on Instagram. We have great interaction and following on both of those accounts, both of my beauty accounts. I do have a social media team who runs both of them. The same team runs both. However, I very much like to know what's going on. I'm still reading through the DMs. I like to, like, I just like to be in the, like in the know and know everything. So that's that. And then third would be my Melissa Wood health workout app. (laughs) That's the only thing that I do. I don't really go to the gym or anything. So those are my top three that I can't live without. And I love when you have said that you do have a team that you outsource your social media to, but you're still very much a part of that. Because I think when it comes to the overwhelm that social media can cause for so many of us and having to, you know, do the new updates that Instagram throw at us so graciously to build our businesses. But I just feel like we're on top of one thing and then they'll throw another tool like a reel or an update within the reels platform for us to be a part of. And there is only so much that you can outsource when it comes to building your brand on socials. And I think it's still very important to make sure that, you know, we are still showing up in stories 
and sharing a little bit about, you know, you're behind the scenes as well, I think can go a long way with building trust and turning that follower into conversion of an actual customer for you as well, because they come to maybe gain inspiration or see the visuals, but they don't come to buy the product. They've come to buy you. And that's what I actually loved because I can see that you've got a really great team and you are very efficient with replying to the emails, but I can see a lot of Dina in your social media too. So it's almost like I've um, been able to get to know you a little bit before we've even had that first conversation. So you're doing a great job. Oh, amazing. Thank you so much. I'm very proud of that, especially, well, for both brands, but the spa, the medical spa, that's all my, I designed the logo, the color scheming, everything. And I don't let them verge out of that, but no, absolutely. I agree with you about when, about the social media, you don't come there to buy the product. You come to get to know, you know, the product and the people behind it. So I definitely try to get that incorporated in there. So thank you so much. That means a lot. Yeah, you're welcome. So what's one thing you're constantly searching for when it comes to support in what you do daily? You've obviously got your team around you in all different facets, whether it be in the med spa and then also virtually as well, which I think a lot of people are a little bit scared to kind of have that virtual team working for them for emails and administration. But yeah, is there anything else you can add to what you continually use for your support? Honestly, my family is my number one support. Um, my brother is my best, best friend. Him and I are inseparable. And I feel like we had this vision and this dream together, what we wanted to do. And, you know, he graduated dental school two years ago and then moved to Los Angeles to be close to me so we could start all of these things that we had imagined in our head, including, of course, my med spa and now his dental spa which we are actually going to be combining services. So at his dental office, you'll be able to get Botox and filler and all that through my employees. And then Facey was our project together. So I absolutely, he he is my number one, like daily support. And then my mom and dad, they actually just moved to Los Angeles to be close to my brother and I, so they could be a part of our journey together. So Every morning we have a family text. Good morning, family. Have a good day. Love you guys. If I didn't have that, I think it would be very hard for me. So like no matter what happens or what, you know, friends or boyfriends or whoever comes and goes, they are my, you know, family is my number one support. So even if I'm having a bad day or if something isn't working, you know, my, I always figure out, you know, the best plan, my brother and I will sit down and plan. So I know that's a little more like, you know, mushy and, Whatever. I love it though. That's that is what it is. <laughs> no, that's so good. It's so important. We don't get to choose our family. Or well, we've chosen yeah. them in some sort of yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you have any specific routines? So obviously that morning text is beautiful, but um anything that you stick to to set your day up for success? Yeah, I am a huge routine person and I'm also very clean and OCD. So, you know, for me, wake up, you know, brush my teeth, instantly make my bed. And then I come to the kitchen and I make my coffee and a small bite to eat. And then I sit down for about an hour, no matter what my day is looking like, even if I'm in in the emergency room for 12 hours that day, I will be on my laptop for an hour, just like planning my day for the spa 
I'll reach out to the nurses, have any messages, whatever it is. Um, so I have to do an hour or so just catch up on emails and do that. If I do not do that, my day is discombobulated and I don't feel like my, you know, to-do list has been updated or checked off. So that is very, very, very important to me. I have shared lists, like shared notes and stuff with everyone on my team. So daily updates are very much needed. So that's kind of my routine. I try to do, you know, like, like some sort of physical activity, but not every day. Like for me, my sanity is my to-do list and making sure that, that they are up to date. So that's my little routine. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Thanks for sharing. I'm going to move on to some rapid fire questions now. Are you ready? I'm ready. What is the best book you've ever read? My human anatomy book. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't really that. read like I don't really read or I'm not, you know, big into reading a ton of books, but I do enjoy all my medical books I've read. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who is someone that you would love to meet in person? Jennifer Lopez. Oh, me too. I actually saw her recently at a restaurant here and she sat next to me in the booth with her sister. She was celebrating her sister's birthday. And oh my God, I don't get starstruck. I live in LA. I see all kinds of people all the time, but her, she's something else. I think she is the definition of a strong woman. I was going to say that like being in LA, you must, you know, being like a resident there, you must definitely see a lot. So did you get starstruck and you didn't like say hi. Is I did. I did. Thing? But, but this restaurant, I did get starstruck, but this restaurant is also very like celebrity friendly, which means no phones. Like there it's like very private, you know, like yeah. obviously you don't want, I don't, I don't know. I'm not going to interrupt her. She's having dinner with her sister celebrating her sister's birthday. So I was just looking at her from afar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. That is, I've been one of those girls that I don't know if it's just because I'm from Australia, but I used to work on cruise ships and travel to the States quite a lot. And so a part of one of my favorite things when I was going to a new contract was going to LA airport because I was on a mission to find the celebrities. It was, I don't know. I don't know if I'm like that now, if I was to go over there, but I've definitely loved all the Hollywood scene (laughs) in the park. It's exciting. (laughs) Yes. But I have been to a few events here in Australia where there have been like Australian TV stars and stuff like that. And I did get totally like frozen, not really sure what to say and all of that kind of stuff. So I think I'm more so about like a business celebrity. If I was to see a business celebrity like Marie Forleo or um, Gabby Bernstein, for example, they are kind of my celebrities right now that I'd be like, oh my goodness, I can't believe I'm meeting them in person. (laughs) I love that. Yeah, we all have that like one or two that we're just you know, it's just a different kind of feeling. Yeah, it is. And what is one thing you've procrastinated about this week? Getting over a guy. (laughs) I'm going through a little (laughs) something right now, but that's what I've been procrastinating on. (laughs) Oh yeah. It's always tough, isn't it? What is something you would jump at if you knew you wouldn't fail? So when I was in like high school, I wanted to be a blogger, like a lifestyle blogger. I loved dressing up and taking cute pictures. And honestly, I feel like if I had stuck to it, that I would have done really, really well at it, but I just went a different direction. So I would definitely jump at that opportunity. If I knew that I wouldn't fail, I would want to be a cute, like beauty health and lifestyle blogger. 
Oh, yeah. Gosh, I can already see that being sort of like a fusion and integration. Easy. (laughs) Yeah. If you were stranded on a deserted island with no Wi-Fi, what's one thing you wish you had with you? Okay. A toothbrush and floss because if I was stranded on an island and if I couldn't brush my teeth, I would just be mortified. So yeah. (laughs) Are you saying that because your brother's going to be listening to this episode? (laughs) No, no, but that's so funny. He's actually going to be proud of me because I hate flossing my teeth. I hate flossing. And lately I've been so much better at it. So he's going to be really proud, but no, that's actually funny that you said that. <laughs> oh, I love it. Thank you so much for being on the show with me, Dina. I know that we're on different time zones and I just really appreciate you taking the time out to share your story with our listeners. Uh, what's coming up for you? What's in the works for the business? And just let our listeners know where they can go and find you and follow you and hear more about the two businesses that you've spoken about today. So actually for Facey, we have a lot of exciting things coming up. We are relaunching our ice globes, but they are a completely different shape that we designed. Actually, my brother designed and we completely changed the style and shape of it. It's our own. It's only specific to Facey along with colors. So that is like a huge thing for us. So that's going to be coming up in the next like mm, six to eight weeks. So we're super, super stoked about that. And of course we have new products that we're uh, launching too. So in the next six months will be super exciting for Facey. And then of course my brother's dental office is opening next month. So we will have a Facey display in there. And then of course my business will be merging with his. So we will offer you know, some of my services in there. So just a lot of exciting and upcoming new things for the rest of the summer. Yes. Um, so only the new ice globes. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And what are your social handles? My personal is saved by Dina and for Facey it's at Facey.LA and for the spa it's at me.losangeles. Oh, awesome. I'll add all of those into our show notes as well. And we spoke before the show, you'd like to give something to one lucky listener. I will put the directions in the show notes and also on like our social media posts. Maybe if anyone wants to share their biggest takeaway from the episode in the comments of the social media posts, but yeah, would you like to give one of our listeners, Dina? So I want to do a set of ice globes not sure what color yet, but, but we can decide. And then the scrunchie set. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, thank you. I would love to try the ice globes as well. I've got the rollers and the, um, the guasha tools. And I used to have a beauty fridge when I had my salon and I used to keep my sheet masks and stuff in there, but I think the ice globes are sort of making their way out to Australia. So do you do worldwide shipping on the facey store? We don't for sales, but obviously if we have someone that we're working with or whatever, you know, we'll be more than happy to ship wherever. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, that's so good. Oh, well, thank you so much once again, Dina, and I will talk to you really, really soon. Okay. Thank you for your time. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.